All right, another episode of the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B. And yes, we're going to discuss the next round of the NFL playoffs. The NFC and NFC championships is up next. We're going to talk about how the divisional playoffs went. And we'll discuss this all on the other side of the break. So let's get this started. You're listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B. Welcome, everyone. It's the Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek B. Yes, another NFL playoff is here. Another NFL playoff is coming around. We are now in the AFC-NFC Championship, the road to the Super Bowl. I want to, for some reason, I got sick again. No, it's not COVID. I did test, and it's not COVID. I'm going to be playing some background music like I usually do. This is one of the original lo-fi music I started playing in the past. It's called Lo-Fi Hip-hop radio beats to relax and study. And the first one is Little I'm Yours, Jason Morantz. But yes, I'm fighting through a cold again. I don't know what's going on. RSV, whatever, LMNOP, whatever's going around, I, for some reason, got. It's not COVID. I did check for sure to make sure it's not COVID. Um, but I'm here to give you guys the next podcast for the NFL. All right, we got over the wild card. We went over that wild card, wild card Sunday, I guess is what they called it. Then we went through the divisional playoffs, and I was 100% wrong, an exception to the 49ers, but I was wrong on something there. So today we're going to talk about the divisional playoffs, what's leading to the NFC AFC championships, my prediction, and what I think is going to happen, or who's going to play in the Super Bowl. So as we always do, let's start with the AFC. You had Baltimore playing Houston. And I predicted Houston will come out on top on that one. I said it was going to be like 27-14. I thought Houston would have a better defense with D'Amico Ryans as their head coach, but I was wrong. Baltimore beat them 34-10. to Houston looked okay. They looked pretty good. Um, Baltimore just had too much firepower and you know with the running quarterback like Lamar Jackson who looks like he's going to be the MVP this season it was just kind of difficult for that young Houston team to be where they are but Baltimore wins 34 to 10 then we went to the Sunday game the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs and I said the same thing Buffalo was going to beat the Chiefs I just knew the Buffalo Bills was going to beat the Chiefs. They were playing in Buffalo. Buffalo played a lot better the week before when they when Buffalo had to play Pittsburgh. But again, it was a Pittsburgh defense that didn't really do nothing all season. But I picked Buffalo to beat Kansas City, and I was wrong. Buffalo loses 24-27. There was a missed field goal at the end of the game that could have tied the game. I believe his name was Bass, who... For some reason, wide right to Buffalo Bills fans means more than what it sounds. He went wide right. 100% went wide right. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. We went wide right. Game's over. 
Buffalo loses 24-27. Now we go over to the NFC, where the NFC, a little bit more on the nerve-wracking side, I guess you can say. We'll start with Detroit. Detroit was hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, I called an upset on that game, too. I called uh, Tampa Bay losing or Tampa Bay beating Detroit by a short margin. I said Baker Mayfield had a lot going for him. And the following game where Jared Goff only won by one point against the Rams, I thought for sure Tampa Bay would go off them beating the Philadelphia Eagles 32-9. I just thought it was going to be a no-brainer. But I was wrong. Tampa Bay loses 23 to 31 to your Detroit Lions, who are now going to go to the NFC Championship. In the AFC Championship, you're going to have Baltimore against Kansas City. And in the San Francisco 49ers Green Bay game, just like every game that we play Green Bay in the playoffs, it always comes down to the last minute. Comes down, it always does that always the last minute of the game it's one of those things where i don't know what the niners was thinking niners didn't show up niners offense didn't really show up niners defense didn't show up i told a friend today maybe the lights you know playing in the evening time is just too much for brock Purdy to handle you know he is still a young quarterback as we know he's not you know that pro that can handle the limelight as we want him to i mean he played a monday night at home against Baltimore and got killed. He did throw one TD pass to George Kittle. I almost called him Brett Jones. Oh my God, what am I thinking? Brett Jones is number 84, not 85. But yeah, so, you know, game summary. We talk about the game summary right here. Um, first quarter, first drive of the game, Green Bay gets the ball. They score first three to nothing. And again, Brock Purdy passes to George Kittle to the right for a 32-yard touchdown. Jake Moody with the PAT makes it 7-3. Anders, Anders Clarkson again with a 29-yard field goal, 6-7, gets him to one point. This is where, like, I'm just melting inside. I'm like, come on, Brock, you guys got to do this because they weren't doing anything. Second quarter, I mean, the first half ended 6-7. San Francisco is a powerful offense that can, you know, run up the score if they wanted to, but they didn't. 49ers get the ball first in the second half, and they don't do anything. They don't do anything. They punt the ball. Jordan Love passes to Bo Melton for 19-yard touchdown, make it a 13-7 game. 49ers gets the ball back. They go down the field. Still in the third quarter. Christian McCaffrey, 39-yard touchdown. I mean, he was wide open. It was a good run. Brings him up to 14-13. And again, the defense. I don't know what the defense was thinking. End of the third quarter. Towards the end of the third quarter, Jordan Love passes to Tucker Craft. Two-yard touchdown, and they... Get the two-point conversion. Green Bay's up 
Started the fourth quarter, Jake Moody kicked a 52-yard field goal to make it 21-17. Now we just need the ball. We need to play defense. And the, they played their hardest defense towards the last minute of the game. Christian McCaffrey, they rush down the field. Christian McCaffrey gets a six-yard TD. Jake Moody with the PAT makes it 24-21. But that still leaves time on the clock. They scored this touchdown with a minute, 11 seconds left. Jordan Love gets the ball, tries to march his team downfield, does what he can to get his field to be marched downfield, only to get picked off by the law, Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw picks off a pass, tries to run it, back for a pick six couldn't do it shouldn't have done it ends up winning the game 21 24 you're listening to the daily podcast with eric b they played a good game they played a game that makes you wonder if they really want to win the next. Do they want to go to the next and win the next? They're playing Detroit in Levi Stadium. It's going to be a Sunday game, 3.30 game from what NFL is saying right now. But like I said, I don't know if Brock Purdy is just pressured under the lights. But every time he plays a big game, he was saying it was wet. He was saying the rain. He wore a glove when the drive started. And all of a sudden, he just didn't look like the Brock Purdy that we're grown to love. Can they beat Detroit? They got a better defense than Detroit. They should be able to stop Detroit's offense. But that's what we said about the number seven team, Tampa um, Green Bay. And I did say in the podcast before, if anyone is going to mess it up for the 49ers, anyone on the team, it's going to be the secondary. There was a play, third and 18, third and 18. Jordan Love threw the ball up. He threw it up. And Aubrey Thompson, Thomas Thompson, touches, I forget who the, the guy was, but just touches him just a little bit. Now, it wasn't a little bit. It was a big touch. It was enough for them to get the first down. That's what happened. They get the first down. I missed the key thing earlier. Three minutes in the fourth quarter. Three minutes left in the fourth quarter. They missed the field goal. Green Bay missed the field goal. Could have tied the game up, but they missed the field goal. Luckily, they missed that field goal. because That's what made the Niners drive down. But yeah, so the secondary is going to be our issue. You're going to have someone like Jared Goff 
he's just gonna throw the ball everywhere and everywhere. And what's gonna happen with the 49ers if that's what happens? What's gonna happen with that secondary? Debo went out with an injury. He never came back. Now what? And you're listening to Lo-Fi Hip Hop Radio. Beats to relax and study. Get this on Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you find your music. Again, I'm going through, I don't know what's going on with me. Today is Monday, January 22nd. I came home Friday, really sick with a cough. Thought it was COVID again. Took a COVID test on Saturday just for it to be negative, which I'm glad it was negative. Can't handle it if it was positive again. But having these respiratory issues, having all these things, had an e-visit with my doctor just to find out it's a mild case or RSV. Nothing I can really do about it. Just let it ride. Just let it ride till it's over. It's all I can do. Brock Purdy that day went 23 for 39. Only one touchdown, 252 yards. I mean, that's unlike him. He's usually the most accurate passer. Christian McCaffrey, 17 touches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Brock Purdy, six for 14. No touchdowns. And then they try to get Jawan Jennings in to do Debo's work. One carry, negative one yards. Can't do that. George Kittle, four receptions for 81 yards, one touchdown. Jawan Jennings, five receptions for 61 yards, no touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk, who I thought was going to have a blowout game. Three receptions, 32 yards. Christian McCaffrey, seven receptions for 30 yards. Debo Samuel, before he got hurt, two receptions, 24 yards. Chris Connolly. You guys never heard of Chris Connolly? Came up from the practice squad not that long ago. One reception, 17 yards. And that one reception was a key reception because that got us out of a third down situation. So remember that name, Chris Connolly, because if Debo can't go, we're going to have to find someone that can help us win, help us replace that Debo look that we need. Not saying Chris Connolly will do it, but I'm just saying he'll probably be more targeted. He'll be probably targeted more. Ray Ray McLeod, one reception, seven, seven yards. That's how we're looking. That's what happened. It's going to be a good game. 49ers got 19 first downs. Green Bay got 20. Niners passed the first downs, got 12. Green Bay got 10. Rush for first downs. They're both even at seven. Penalties for first downs. Niners got zero. But like I said, the secondary 
gave Green Bay three penalties for first downs. Third down efficiency, Niners were 10 for 16. Green Bay was 7 for 13. Fourth down efficiency, Niners never tried it. Green Bay was 0-1. That, that spot for that fourth and one was crucial because Jordan Love on camera looks like he got it, but there was not enough evidence on film because they did try to replay it or, or they threw the red flag, but there was not enough evidence to show that it was a first down. So they didn't call it the first down. Niners had an average of 111 yards rushing while Green Bay just ran over the defense, 136 yards. Niners rushed for 24 times. Green Bay rushed 28 times. Yards per rush, 49ers 4.6. Green Bay 4.9. Again, they just ran over. They ran over the defense. We're supposed to have the number one run stop defense, and it didn't look like it that day. Yards per passing, 49ers had 245 yards. Green Bay had 194 yards. Again, 23 for 39 for the 49ers, 21 for 34 for Green Bay. Yards per pass, 6.1 for the Niners, 5.7 for the Packers. This is what kills me right here. Brock Purdy got sacked one time, where Jordan Love got sacked zero times. We're supposed to have the number one offense or defensive line. That front five is supposed to give us the best front five in the NFL and we couldn't get this guy down one time. That's what kills me. Brock Purdy threw zero interceptions. Jordan Love threw two interceptions, both to, Gray, both to Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw catching that crucial one at the end of the game to seal the game. 49ers punted four times while Green Bay punted once. See? That's that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You're listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B. Now we go on to Detroit. The matchup between Detroit and San Francisco. The line has it. Niners minus seven right now. You look at the comparisons between Brock Purdy and Jared Goff. Brock Purdy, 4,280 yards. Jared Goff, 4,575 yards. David Montgomery, the rusher, the leading rusher for Detroit, 1,015. Christian McCaffrey, 1,459 yards total. But this is where this is scary. The leading receiver is Amon Ross St. Brown for Detroit. 1,515 yards. Brandon Ayuk, the leading receiver for the 49ers. 1,342 yards. It's one of those things you gotta you gotta worry about. Keynote injuries going to the game for the Detroit Lions. 
James Houston linebacker is questionable as of January 19th. Khalif Raymond, wide receiver, he's going to be out as of January 19th. Brock Wright, their tight end, he's doubtful as of January 19th. Zane Gonzalez, he's our backup kicker. Doesn't really matter, but he's questionable as of January 21st. First, Cullen Farrell, he's out, our linebacker, as of the 18th. And Danny Gray, he's on IR as of January 18th as well. So those are the notable injuries. We haven't heard anything from Debo yet. Debo hurt his shoulder, so we don't know what's going to happen with Debo just yet. Over and under is 51 points. If you guys are looking to play some money, play some bets again, Detroit's Detroit is plus seven. So you guys go figure out your money business, how you want to do this. Who's going to win? Who's going to make more money? But that's what's going on in the NFC. Now we go to the AFC. Again, you have Baltimore Ravens going against Patrick Kermit the Frog Mahomes. Yeah, I call him Kermit the Frog because he sounds like Kermit the Frog. I can't do a Kermit the Frog, but when he speaks, he speaks like Kermit the Frog. Well, we had him in from the touchdown, and for some reason, I couldn't. And you know what makes me mad about the TV? I did watch the Buffalo Kansas City game and I, and I, you know, I watch it. I'm a football fan. I'm going to watch it. But every time Travis Kelsey did something, they had to go show Taylor Swift and her reaction. That needs to stop. That's annoying. That's what one of those annoying thing is. And it's one of those things where I'm here to watch football not a concert please stop showing her i don't mind that they're showing jason kelsey travis kelsey's brother he was shirtless he looked like a viking he was big and hairy and he was holding a beer and he was you know cheering his brother for getting the touchdown i don't mind that he's a football player but when you show a pop star and she's cheering and it's because you know her boyfriend got a touchdown that's something the nfl needs to stop doing I don't need to see Taylor Swift's reaction because her boyfriend got a touchdown. Or even when her boyfriend catches a pass, he looks up to her, blows her a kiss, gives her the, the hand, heart, whatever. That needs to stop. It's annoying. It's annoying. And just for that, I want Baltimore to beat Kansas City in the AFC Championship. Because if we, if the Niners beat Detroit and goes and plays Kansas City, we're going to see Taylor Swift everywhere. And it being Vegas, she'll probably do a pop-up show somewhere in Vegas. But this is going to be a good matchup. Both championships. You got number one Baltimore Ravens going against the number three Kansas City Chiefs. 
and you have the number one San Francisco 49ers going against the number three Detroit Lions. I think it's going to be a good game. Either or. I'm not going to make a prediction on the score for the 49ers. Because I said Brock Purdy was going to score or throw four touchdowns and it was going to be a breakout game for him. And the guy could not throw the ball to save his life. He's a good quarterback. I'm happy to have him. You know, he's not. A lot of people, there's that one lady, the Raiders lady that said, out of the eight quarterbacks, you have eight good quarterbacks and you have Brock Purdy. She said it just like that. So she was pretty much saying Brock Purdy is not good. So that's annoying. That's annoying when someone's going to say you have eight quarterbacks and one of them is Brock Purdy. Or you have eight good quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. I think that's how she said it. I think she said it like you have seven quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's what she said. Because those eight teams playing in the divisional playoffs. She says you have seven good quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. That's all I kept saying. It was really annoying. I mean, Jordan Love's been in the league for a while. He hasn't really shown anything. Baker Mayfield's bounce around teams. He hasn't really shown anything. CJ Stroud is a rookie. He hasn't shown anything. Jared Goff's been around the league for a while. Can't win the playoffs. For, I think this is Jared Goss. Maybe second or third time winning a playoff. Lamar Jackson, this is his first time making the AFC Championship, I believe. Josh Allen. He's a good quarterback. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's annoying. Kermit the Frog, but he's a decent quarterback. And I think the whole league is just saying there's no way a seventh round last pick of the NFL draft will win a Super Bowl. I think that's what a lot of them is saying. I believe that's how they feel. I believe they're thinking there's no way someone who was picked very last in the NFL draft can win a Super Bowl. Which is a little nerve-wracking, which is a little annoying, because even though he was picked last, he's doing what he needs to be doing in the system that Kyle Shanahan has. Everyone's a system quarterback. Everyone is a system quarterback. So when someone said he's just a system quarterback, that's all he is. Keyshawn Johnson can't stand him. Keyshawn Johnson also calls him just a game. Was it RG3 to call him a game man manager or was it um, Cam Newton called him a game manager? RG3 and Cam Newton's not playing in the league right now. So there's a reason why they're not playing in the league right now.
but he's a good quarterback. The exception to this game against Green Bay on Sunday, the game should have been way more than what it was. 24-21. That's, come on. 24-21, that's not, there was a 10 and a half point spread for that game. 10 and a half points. Over and under was 50. They were five points below. They only scored 45. So it's one of those things like they didn't cover the spread. They didn't cover the over. So if you bet the under, if you bet Green Bay plus 10 and a half, you won. And I'm sure a lot of smart bettors did that. I'm sure that's what a lot of smart bettors did. Let's pick Green Bay plus 10 and a half. That's the only way you win. That's the only way. They got money. How much money they got? Who knows? Depends on how much you bet. This Sunday, you got Detroit plus seven and a half or seven. Right now it's at seven. Over under is 51. So if you pick Detroit plus that seven and they come out the way they did last week, not throwing the ball, not running the ball, then you can win some money too. You guys can win. You bet a thousand dollars. That's some good money you can win. Some damn good money. You're listening to the daily podcast with Eric B. But we'll see. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy had an off game. Maybe next week he's gonna wake up a little bit. Like, you know, I gotta play better. He does gotta play better. Another thing that Kyle Shanahan always drives me crazy is he ran Christian McCaffrey to the ground that day. He did everything he can to make sure Christian McCaffrey got the ball. 17 rushes, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, he scores two touchdowns. He scores the last touchdown to put the Niners on top. I get it. But you can't run your only running back that's capable of getting hurt to the ground in the first playoffs that you're playing with two more games, hopefully two more games to go. You got the divisional playoffs, then you have the Super Bowl. So you want to keep them as healthy as possible. Yeah, they got three weeks after divisional playoffs before the Super Bowl to get healthy. I get it. But you have Elijah Mitchell, you have Jordan Mason, you have these guys that can stay behind Christian McCaffrey. You let Christian McCaffrey run a series. Let him do what he has to do. And then you let Elijah Mitchell run. I don't even think Elijah Mitchell saw the field. I don't think so. 
Elijah Mitchell's a good running back. Before Christian McCaffrey, we had Elijah Mitchell. He was our guy. He was our go-to guy. So they need to... Shanahan needs to be fair on who's playing. When we lost Debo in the first quarter and he couldn't come back, I would have took care of Christian McCaffrey as much as I can. I would have made sure he was healthy. I would have made sure that he was okay. I would have made sure that he got the ball, he ran his runs, and then he he rested a series. That's what the defense is doing. The defense is doing a good job doing that. They're rotating their ends. You'll see Nick Bosa, Chase Young out there. Then right after that, you'll see who's the other guy out there. They, the, the, the other ends that they have. You'll see Randy Gregory out there. You'll see the defense switch a lot. The only thing we can't switch is a secondary. I mean, they played a good game. Diamador Lenore played a good game. Traverius Ward broke up a nice pass in the end zone. The only thing that really beat us was that third and 18. I mean, they were tackling like, like high school guys. Special teams gave up a long run. And I know you guys can say, well, that, you know what? That's over with. Focus on Detroit. Well, they got to play better now. You're playing a number seven team who found a way to beat Dallas. If they were going to beat the number two team 48 to 32, of course they're going to come out very strong against the number one team in the NFL. Right? Of course they are. Every time I pause and you hear nothing but music in the background i'm clearing my throat so i said this in the last podcast every time you hear me pause raise the music up just like that i'm clearing my throat it's hard to talk and keep you know me i like to talk i'm very winded and i'm pretty sure you can hear it in my voice that there's a little rasp to it it's a little it's a little different than what it's supposed to sound like but it is what it is. Still got to put out a podcast. My body's fine. I don't have the headache that I did earlier, like on Saturday. But I feel better. Good enough to where I can do a podcast. It was going to be a video podcast. But no. So is it going to be both number one teams winning the the, the championships? Is the 49ers going to beat Detroit Lions? Is the Baltimore Ravens going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? I believe so. 
I believe that Detroit Lions will come out aggressive. And I believe the 49ers will answer. Again, we're playing at Levi Stadium. This time, from what the weather app shows, let me look at my weather app right now. Again, today's Monday, January 22nd. And as of right now, Saturday does not show that it's going to rain. Because Brock Purdy just could not do anything in the rain. They couldn't establish a run game because it's just Christian McCaffrey. That's why I said Shanahan should have switched him off. You have three good running backs. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is your workhorse, but you have Elijah Mitchell. You have Jordan Mason back there. You got to let these guys share the wealth. You know, when, like I said, when Debo went down, I would have did everything I can to take care of Christian McCaffrey. I would have. Yeah, see, it's showing me that they're, it's showing me that none of them were injured. Elijah Mitchell was there. He was, he was okay. Jordan Mason was okay. You even have Kyle Juszczyk. You could have used him as a running back. Jeremy McNichols, I think the Niners cut him to make room for the defense. But yeah, they, they, they need to find a way to make sure that Christian McCaffrey is good. I mean, they can play him now. They can play him now. They can do everything they can to play him now. But again, you got to remember, Super Bowl is February 11th. Is that going to be enough time for anyone to recover? They play this Sunday, the 28th. And if they win, trying to see how many weeks they have off. They have two weeks off before the Super Bowl. So go figure. They play this Sunday, the 28th. And if they win, they got two weeks off to recover. They took a three-week hiatus the starters did and they didn't look like they were ready to play Brock Purdy looked rusty Christian McCaffrey was on the sidelines getting his leg massaged Debo got hurt decided to stop playing the Niners defense needs to step it up they need to get out there and be more aggressive. I mean, as aggressive as they are, they can do, they only can do so much. And I get, I get it. As a defense, high school defensive coordinator, there's only so much your defense can do. I get it. 
But when you're workhorse, Nick Bosa and Chase Young, it's only them two right now because I think, uh, again, Farrell is hurt. Randy Gregory, Nick Bosa, and Chase Young are the only two, three that's there. You got your linebackers, Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw. You got those guys manning the middle. You got your D-line, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Chase Young. And where we're lack for me to be super confident is our secondary. That's all it is. It's been like that for the past five, six years for me. You know, when Talanohu Funga went out with an injury, I was like, well, these guys can pick it up. But no, they can't. They're having a tough time. Deshaun Gibson's the only, you know, Deshaun Gibson, Diamond Lenore are the only guys who look like they've been playing before. Jair Brown's a rookie. Logan Ryan, he looks good. Javarius Ward. I mean, he's okay. Aubrey Thompson's the one that looks like he needs a lot of help. I mean, he he was getting picked on. And he was he's the reason why. 30 and 18. I mean, that could have been that could have been the game. It's been in the league for three years. Your leader is Deshaun Gibson. He's been in the league for 12. Logan Ryan's been in the league for 11. So they need to they need to find a way to put him in. Came from New England, Tennessee, the Giants. Tampa Bay was his last team. He's a veteran. I mean, if he can stop the runs, if he can stop the plays, if he can do all that, I'm for it. I'm for it. But I believe both number one teams in both divisions is going to come out on top. Right now, Baltimore just doesn't look like they can be stopped. Right now, Baltimore is doing everything they can to make sure that they're going to be the number one seed and be the number one team going into the Super Bowl. And again, Lamar Jackson looks like he's ready to be MVP. That's what that's what it looks like. Kansas City They can stop them. Their defense is okay. I mean, they barely beat Buffalo 24-7. Buffalo, again, missed opportunity with that missed field goal. Could be talking about number one versus number two right now. But that's football for you. And I said last week, anything can happen on any given Sunday. So, 
I think Baltimore will come out on top. Again, I'm not going to give you guys scores. I totally blew the scores last time, so I'm not giving you guys scores. I'm giving you guys who I think is going to win. Baltimore is going to be Kansas City. It's going to be a close game. It's going to fall in the hands of both Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. It's going to fall on their legs. Their legs are going to have to show that they can do what they can do. And then you have the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers going against the Detroit Lions. I'm just assuming Brock Purdy will come out of his little slump. It's a 3.30 Pacific Eastern time start. It's going to end at night. I just have this feeling Brock Purdy, when the games are big, bigger than him, he can't get a grasp. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. But again, when he played against Baltimore on Christmas through five interceptions, then couldn't even literally get a grip against a number seven team. I mean, their defense, Green Bay's defense is not even ranked high. It just scares me a little bit because there's this whole conspiracy thing about the NFL script, right? Everybody knows about the script. I'm doing a podcast about the script one day. But there's this whole thing about the script. And the script is pretty much saying the Niners were supposed to win that game exactly the way they won that game. Very close. Because the spread was 10 and they wanted to make sure everybody won. Except if you're a diehard Green Bay fan. But if you're a businessman and you made some bets and you took Green Bay plus 10. Again, if you bet a million dollars, you won like four or five million dollars. You bet a thousand dollars, you won seven, eight. I don't know. I don't know the breakdown, but you get what I'm saying. And I don't know if Brock Purdy's used to this yet. Like, what the hell? This this, this conspiracy thing is real? I'm supposed to try to lose this game and make it look like I can't play? Again, I'm just going, what's going on right now? I mean, it is going around. There's supposed to be some script out there. Somebody leaked a picture of a news station somewhere in the South, Midwest, and it showed during the halftime show da, 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 of the 49ers and Ravens game in Super Bowl 54, whatever we're at right now. And that went viral for a minute. But again, I don't know. If Brock Purdy can get control of the game, if there's Debo, even if there's no Debo, 
I hate it when these critics are saying 49ers won't win without Debo. Yes, they can win without Debo. They can win without Debo. They'll find a way to win without Debo. We still have George Kittle. We still have McCaffrey. We still have Ayuk. Juwan Jennings, he's proven if he can hold on to the ball, he's proven he's a good receiver. And I mean, hold on. I mean, like, he finds a way to fumble sometimes. This one's called Lo-Fi Japan. The one before this was running out. I didn't want to play it over again. So this one's called Lo-Fi Japan. Again, Apple Music. I'm going to predict the 49ers winning by the fourth quarter. By the fourth quarter, everybody's going to be in line at Dick's Sporting Goods. Wherever your local Dick's Sporting Goods are is. You guys are going to get in line because you want to get that shirt that says NFC Champions San Francisco 49ers. That's what you guys are going to do. So I say by the fourth quarter, everyone will know the 49ers are going to win the game. That's my prediction. There you go. It's the best prediction I can give you. It's not like the whole Baltimore is going to win, but it'll be close. No, I say the 49ers will win. And by the fourth quarter, we would know that they already won the game. It's my prediction. It's my prediction. Then you're going to see the 49ers Baltimore in the Super Bowl. And we'll talk about that on the next podcast. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll talk about then. What do you guys think? What's your thoughts? Who do you guys think will win? Who do you guys think will be there? Now, if you guys want to support the channel, I got merchandise out on my podcast blog merchandise site. It's the daily vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com. There you can get shirts like Do It for the Bay, 49ers Faithful, Bang Bang Faithful Gang, Hella Purdy. I even got one that says Hella Pinoy. There's also the Hella Night, the Bang Bang Niner Gang shirts. There's a shirt with Debo riding his bike, the Superman Ayuk catch. There's a bunch of shirts. You guys just got to go up there and check it out. Again, all proceeds go to the daily podcast with me, Eric B. right here. Um, and for anyone, anyone who buys, I will send you guys a little gift, a little present, just to show my appreciation for buying something on my site. Again, it's the daily vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com. Right now, I think the Debo shirts are sold out. That's all I got. All I'm going to tell you guys. Debo shirts are sold out. So it's a shirt that you guys cannot get. There's a, again, there's a Hella Pinoy shirt. 
There's a Hello Purdy shirt. There's a Bang Bang Niner Gang going on right now. So if you guys want to help this channel out, the Daily Vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com. Buy your gear just in time for the Super Bowl. That's all I got to say. Just in time for the Super Bowl. And win or lose, if the 49ers don't make the Super Bowl, I want to talk about the 2021 draft class. Because for some reason, that draft class sucks. That's all I got to say. That's the class with Trevor Lawrence. That's the class with Trey Lance. Yeah, Zach Wilson. That's the class. We'll talk about that again, maybe during the break, during that two weeks at the Roth. That's when we'll talk about that. But again, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always jumping on. Thank you guys for always being a part of the daily podcast with me, Eric B. I still give you guys content, even though I am sick. I'm pushing through. I'm sitting on a chair, looking at a computer screen, pressing pause wherever I need to clear my throat. Doctor said it could be anything from a cold to a flu to the RSV. He said I showed signs and symptoms for everything. I don't have COVID. So I don't know. That's all I can say. I don't know. I'll deal with it as I deal with it. But again, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for jumping on. Thank you guys for always being on my show. Thank you guys for always supporting. And I want to thank everyone who already went out and went on my site and bought their gear just in time for the Super Bowl. Again, the daily vlogs podcast on my I'll leave every information in the links down below. You can catch this podcast on any podcast network that you guys listen to until next time. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always being part of the show. All I got to say is go 49ers. The podcast is ended guys. Go peace. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast with Eric B. This one right here freaked me out a little bit. But I like it. Or was it this one? It was this one. Thanks for listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B.